Yeah, yeah. What's good? It's good, man. I'm watching TV. Is the uh, Popeye's chicken lady doing a commercial for a drug? A drug commercial? So I remember when those commercials first came out, I told my mom something uh, about Popeye's and how it's owned by like this big corporation. It's like, really? I thought it was black owned. I was like, no, that's just the lady <laughs> on the commercial. <laughs> so yeah, it's very possible that she's doing another commercial. She does not own Popeye's. <laughs> Oh, you were mentioning something about Popeyes. You sent me Yo, a text about Popeyes. The internet is going going crazy over the Popeyes chicken sandwich. Just saying it's better than Chick fil A without the guilt. So now I just had Chick fil A in North Carolina. It was delicious. Shout out to Chick fil A. Um, except sh- uh, boo to your politics. Were, yeah, yeah. See, but I never claimed to to unite uh, people <laughs> with activism and blah, blah, blah. I just came to eat some chicken. I just, um, I just wanted a fucking sandwich. But people are saying the Popeyes chicken sandwich is. What's is, I think for the ne- I feel like for the next episode we should we should we should te- we should do it we should test it. But what's different? What do they say? Because you know, like Popeyes is like crisp. They're like the breading is crispier. Uh, yeah, that is true. Like, good yeah, I, I'm hearing I'm hearing a lot. People mm-hmm. are making declarative statements. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, I know. Yeah. We'll do that. I mean, we I'll got, try it out. We have a internal messenger. We use Slack at work, and mm. we got uh, a channel with like the black people, the black affinity group, and this young young black dude, good dude. But sometimes his youth, sometimes his youth is showing. Mm. Like nobody has said shit in this chat room for like weeks. And your man just comes in and is like, "Yo, Popeye's chicken sandwich is the bomb," and I was like, "This is the damn blackest <laughs> thing you can say." It was like, "Don't, I think there are white people in this chat room." The truth is the truth, yeah. <laughs> welcome to microaggressive two friends two coasts too much to talk about bg in san francisco it's jay from bk city um you gonna move out here no (laughs) (laughs) that's a good way to put it in his perspective though um that's how i'll take that comment but uh yeah it makes no sense to own land not that i own land but it makes no sense to be a landlord in new york city um you get screwed every rich way and back in the 90s, you had a lot of landlords who were abusing the privileges and overcharging people and trying to kick them out and doing all the shady shit. And those people are dead now or they've transferred their property to their, you know, kids and anybody in this generation of 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 real estate and landlording gets screwed over because of the shit that they did in the past. And it sucks. Um, so, so you're saying the, the, the greatest generation fucked up the future generations yet again <laughs> but it, it's so it's so ridiculous but i i guess i can't complain but i'm kind of annoyed uh once there's a tenant in an apartment and as a tenant this is great it's it's a great deal but once you're in an apartment especially if it's a rent stabilized apartment you're pretty much good for life and even if you can get somebody to move in and prove that you had some sort of non-familiar relationship like even if you were, I don't know if dating counts, but if they've been there for at least two years, mm-hmm. even if they're not on the lease, you can't kick those people out either. It's like, squ- it's like squatter's rights or something? It's called a succession right. And mainly it's mm-hmm. family members. But if you can prove in some way that you made an effort to solidify a relationship with somebody, then they can't kick you out. It's some crazy shit. But you think of it from the worst case scenario, right? Let's say- Somebody got a partner, they have a kid with that partner, they yeah, yeah, yeah. legalize yeah. it, but they're basically a family. Yeah. I, I absolutely get that point. Um, and I probably sound like an asshole arguing the other point, but when you're putting yeah. income in just to keep things nah, level, yeah. um, and you're taking a loss and uh-huh. people don't see that, they just see, oh, well, you know, this is property that you're running, so why are you complaining? Some people don't have that. But if you're pumping your money in, you're basically, I don't want to say throwing your money away, but uh, I don't know. I don't know. 
Um, so fuck y'all. I used to always think people that own businesses were rich, and then I realized like running a business sucks. Yeah, like yeah, most Absolutely. people that have their own businesses, like they're not really making it. They're barely making like a living wage. Exactly, and you can't take the day off. <laughs> you can't slack and, and have a. Sick you can't day. take a fucking vacation. <laughs> yeah, you got no benefits. You ain't gonna yeah. that shit. That shit is. is yeah, I'll work for the man forever as long as I get PTO. <laughs> yeah. So my, uh, it's funny. My dad is. Um, he's been in the real estate game for a minute, and he's kind of sick of it too, because in June of 2019, they just did some crazy laws. Uh, and he's like, I'm done. And if I want to sell, I want to sell a Jay-Z. <laughs> this is what my dad's saying. So I'm like, okay, what do you mean you want to sell, sell a Jay-Z? And he's like, oh, I listened to that last um, song on that album. And he was talking about how he regretted never buying the um, the property. And I want to sell him this spots in Crown Heights that he could buy right now. <laughs> so he basically sat me and we're driving in the car. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so just just uh, write a letter and tell Jay-Z that I want to sell my property. And I'm like, uh, I don't think it works like that. But uh, I'll see what I, I think can do. I think Jay-Z's trying to like, buy an NFL team. I'm not sure he's trying to team. Let's yeah. talk about that shit. What do yeah, you think about uh, that? He's a businessman. This is the thing. We got to stop playing hopes and dreams and fucking... Good point. I'm glad you had You know what I mean? Yeah, I hear you. Yeah, um, because like he's just he's doing him. But yo, he actually said it. He was prophetic. If you listen to the lyrics, he yeah, said all us, yeah. all us blacks got is sports and entertainment until we even. That's true. <laughs> That's true. But here's the thing. So, Did you hear the like, story yeah. where he, uh, Jermaine Dupree, and I remember this too, he um, attempted to do a similar deal back at the height of the whole um, Colin Kaepernick thing where he would help design the um, halftime shows and it turns out, and I mean, further reports will come out, but allegedly, I'll say allegedly, that sounds better. Um, Jay-Z reached out to Jermaine Dupree specifically and told him, don't take that deal. It's not a good idea right now. And you fast forward to right now, he's taking essentially the same deal. That's fucked up. Um, and I think back to the, to the Barclay Center and... Everybody was hyped when Jay-Z was saying, oh, I'm going to you know, own part of that team. And it was credibility that they got for moving that stadium in. And I remember before that stadium, that was oh, a railroad yard in a, in a freaking bread factory at that point. I said freaking. Yeah, I think I said freaking. I'm it's late. I'm tired. Um, but he, uh, <laughs> he had that credibility. He had that name on him. He rapped about it in his songs. And then you found out afterwards that he only owned like less than a percent and he ended up selling that anyway. So I think um, for me, I'm a little weary only because it seems like people want him as the mascot to sort of okay of course. certain agendas that they have. But I don't know if sometimes I, I don't know if Jay-Z realizes that or if he's just like, you know, fuck it. If you're going to pay me, you're going to pay me. Um, because I don't think he but, anticipated you know, that happening the, with, uh, the Nets. Huh? Yeah, but you know, what's the famous rap famous rap lyrics of like um what was it? Uh from Onyx is like uh selling to my own people in the USG if they're gonna get from somebody, I'd rather it be me. Yeah. It's I true. mean, it was all it's marketing. True. How many Billy D. Williams selling you Colt forty five, selling you like fucking piss in a bottle? Um, but it's like, oh, Billy D. Williams, and we go buy his shit. You know what I mean? It's like, it's all marketing. You know what I mean? So let me pour out my bottle of rock for the culture, <laughs> which like Puff is just a figurehead, right? That's he got like too. a little a little percentage or something, but then he gets to be all up on there. At least they're getting smarter with the deals now. But that's my thing. Like, if if you're going to do it, then don't do it under the guise of, oh, um, activism and blah, blah, blah. Like Billy D wasn't like, oh, this, this is going to, this Colt 45 is going to get you a job. He's like, nah, you want to get drunk? He's like, no, he's, he's get like drunk. you want to get smooth every time? <laughs> Colt 45. Yeah, so just be honest. If you're going to shill a product, just shill a product. But don't, don't say you're trying to do something more than you are just to make yourself look better. But this is the whole uh, shit right now. You always talk about this, right? People talk about their brand. Their product yeah. is themselves. Their product is everything they try and represent. Yo, Jay-Z and Beyonce, their whole thing. Okay, talented artists, but their whole thing is their brand. That's true. You know what I mean? And so like, they are they are actually telling you straight up, like you're buying into the product of me. Mm. And people think it's something else. I know, I know. Yeah. I, I mean, the black, the first black, first black billionaire, Robert Johnson. I mean, your man, right. your man is like, 
He's a yeah, BT. He's straight. He's a, just a rich dude trying to protect his money. He supports mm-hmm. Trump. You know, mm-hmm. he had he had bought idea. like into like one of the NBA teams, and he was like a bad owner. Mm-hmm. I'm saying like just because they just because they got some melanin in their skin, don't mean they can't be assholes. It's true. It's true. But Robert Johnson. Well, I guess Robert Johnson did try to do some of that shit on uh, BET, but I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. So man. here's the thing, you know, you know how they used to always say, like, black people can't be racist because racism has power. Mm. Um, on paper, that's true, but there are some black people with power. Fucking uh, Clarence Thomas, he's a complete asshole, hates himself, mm. but you got some power. <laughs> that's true. So he could have racist ideas that white people have, but like, yeah, some dude in the ghetto sitting on the corner, like, with the five percenters and like on a soapbox talking some. The black man needs to pull up his pants. Like, hey, whatever. Like, he can't do shit. Um, Clarence Thomas now. Yeah. You're making some laws. That's true. Your brand is currency. not that many of them, but there's a few of them. Like you said, your brand is currency. But if you keep on tarnishing that brand, you're going to lose that value. Because remember Occupy Wall Street, those t-shirts? Do you remember that? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where Jay Z tried to pull that, and then they called him out on it. He kind of pulled back. And let me let me say first of all, Jay Z is one of my top top two rappers. Him, Fonte, um, it's a short list, and it's cool to think that what's that apartment um, on State Street? He always talks about uh, eight sixty straight street, five sixty. Yeah, yeah. So it's um it's like three blocks away from Barclays, which is cool as shit to think he start started there and ended up there. Um, and if you look at it from that perspective, it's cool, but when you throw in the activism stuff, I, I just don't see it happening. And um, it's way too early to tell. So I guess I have to wait and see what he does. But I, I feel like it's exactly what I think it is. And he only has maybe like one more of those to pull out of the bag. Even Rihanna came out and uh, said he was shady for doing it. Yeah. And she left title yeah. also. And um, yeah. But then the other thing is that Kaepernick, he, he did take that money. Um, and that opened up a whole nother discussion. I noticed, um, reading this stuff about Jay-Z, um, they were arguing this point that, um, he shouldn't have never took the money, but he never was really trying to risk his career. He still wanted to play football. He still wants to play football. Um, He still wants to play football. Yeah. Like a legal case is horrible, man. Sometimes a settlement, like this is why it's, uh, it's fucked up when people just sue people because they know you're going to get something. Because you do the cost-benefit analysis, yeah. how much lawyers cost, how much it takes to get stuck in court. You're just like, yeah, i just pay you a little something. Yeah. So like that's why people fucking sue all the time. And that's why people have like tr- money put aside for lawsuits. So like, all right, the cost mm-hmm. of doing business is getting sued. Yeah, that's true. So ca- it's Kaepernick taking the money. That's just because he wants to move on with his life. You know what I mean? I like that. Yeah, but your man, yeah, I'll give him credit. Your man still got a friggin' Nike deal put out. <laughs> and like he takes a major corporation. Yeah, they just trying to sell sneakers and shirts, but he made he had a major American corporation putting out some like activism shit. Yeah. Now he's not a player anymore. You know, it's like hey, it's like a weird thing. It's like they're giving him a platform and he's able to use that platform and say, This is what I want to talk about, not about my jersey, because I don't have a jersey right now. Mm. And Nike's like, I right, we could sell that. So it's all like nothing's pure, B. You know yeah, I mean? and I think, and I think that's what we have to remind ourselves. Um, nothing's pure. I like that. I say it every nothing's day. Pure. You just said it yeah, in a better way. That's the. It's the with Jay though. You mean I give him credit? He's like nearly fifty years old. You know how like we don't have like classic rap. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. the Eagles and the fucking Rolling Stones and all those motherfuckers can like still tour and make a show of the money. Mm-hmm. All people die. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. Jay is like teaching us how to be like a, how to be an elder statesman. Mm. Like Bob Dylan, when he like used an electric guitar, people thought he sold out. You know what I mean? Mm. Your man can like get the Nobel laureate shit and still make money. Jay Nobody's done it before, Jay. Oh, you got like Sugar Hill Gang, like doing fucking, they don't count. you know, commercials and shit. You know what I mean? Like, so this is for us, for our culture, for our music. Like, this is him trying to survive. You know what I mean? I just read this article with like Neil Young and shit. And like, your man's been around for decades. He's still like this grumpy old white man. Mm-hmm. Um, people still play his music. He's still trying to make money off his music. We don't understand what that's like in hip hop. We barely understand what that's like in R and B. I mean, the Isley Brothers just like play a show out here. I'm just like, damn, they've been around for like sixty years. You know what I mean? Oh, really? They play? Like, how was it? Did you go? I didn't go because uh, it's a free concert and like you know. Um, 
but yeah, it's just like yeah, Jay is like that prototype. He's he still making he himself is. relevant yeah. decades later. I agree. So I'm actually curious what he does, but you got to switch the game up. Yeah, he can't be talking that same greasy shit that he did when he was 26. That's <laughs> fifty old man now. Very true. <laughs> Uh, he's actually I think we're talking about this with Nas Jay's done it better than Nas I think Nas is oh, matured yeah, but his music still tries to be like he, we saying he should just go to jazz rap route you know be an elder statesman I think Nas's live show has gotten better and he's doing some like, stuff Nas like uses a live too. band yeah he's doing yeah. his business thing too but he just doesn't advertise that and I think I think that's uh, yeah I don't know I think he should just be a businessman. Jay's always been do... about self-promotion, though. So Jay-Z should be a businessman, and he should just do business and have no problem with that. But when you try to like mix realms and advertise it as something that's going to be deeper than I think it's going to be. It's like when you go to these um, these workshops at work. And they talk about synergy and they use all these buzzwords and it sounds great. And you walk out and you're like, what the fuck did I learn? I didn't learn anything. Um, (laughs) It's just a whole bunch of fluff for no reason. Um, If he actually does something great, but if it's more fluff like everybody else does, then it's a little disappointing. But as a businessman, yeah, yeah, go ahead, Jay-Z. Get that ownership in. What's Jay's business? Jay's business is entertainment and marketing himself ever since he's- Yeah, that's what I'm saying. An early rapper. Yeah. You take the activism stuff out of it and just look at him as a businessman from- beginning to where he is now yeah it's an amazing story but when you throw all this stuff in it's like uh pick a lane and you know do one yeah. thing don't try to mingle but you know That's what, what it I gives that like. kid it gives that kid from the project something to look up to true the same way unfortunately the same way unfortunately people look up to trump mm. you know it's like this is the whole myth in america like you can make it out of nowhere yeah a few people make it out of nowhere mm-hmm. <laughs> you know just like a few people like don't make it past like age whatever right like you're yeah. talking about the extremes of the circle right. of, the, of the curve you know what i mean like most of us most of us are fucking average and like live an average life yeah live a good average life and enjoy the shit yeah. um not saying don't reach for greatness but like learn to find that happiness where you are you know what i mean don't overdo it just uh chill out yeah, don't overdo it yeah you can't take you it with you now nah, i said that right you can't take it with you yeah you know like it is a fucking marathon. Why are you why are you going sprint so far in the beginning? <laughs> yeah, ask spread me it out over seventy years. <laughs> Hopefully, seventy. We black men, dude. We like sixty two. I'm uh, living. <laughs> nah, I think there's still some fucked up statistics. Like white people without a high school de- degree still have higher life expectancy than like black men with like PhDs or some bullshit. Mm, goddamn someone should fact check that but i remember i remember reading that shit once they were like comparing races i was like how is that possible <laughs> damn man any only way we gonna become millionaires in life or is is if you be jay-z he's already mm. taking that shot mm. um or you know one of us gets shot by the cops and our families get a settlement oh you're not getting that much <laughs> they'd have to they'd have to have it on tape um uh, i mean even then dude <laughs> like well you know he had his eyes open and we told him to close his eyes it's like what <laughs> it was his fault he was looking at us ridiculous yeah man yo you're like a yeah landlord though man you got you've got part of your 40 acres and a mule no no so let's 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 clear that up so <laughs> i'm not taking this on yet i'm really just trying to like family's growing and i'm trying to like get some space and it just makes sense to not give this money to some other dude, you know, some other landlord who's not a part of the family. Like, keep it in the family and just try to- They're going to get it, it from somebody. I'd rather it be me. Exactly. See? See? Just like a drug dealer, my friend. That's true. First one always comes free. You know, just try it out. Just try it out. I'll be here next week. <laughs> Come back. Come back if you like it. <laughs> This is this is your, that's your Jay Z play. Mm. Yeah, man, it's a long one. Long it's a long, long. So what would we just say? Don't sprint it out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how is the family reunion? You have any weird cousins, or are you the weird cousin? Um, honestly, every time I go, I remember faces, and I can barely remember names. It was good to see people, but I 
don't remember a lot of it. And what I notice is when people go to family reunions, especially if they come from like all these people come from one state and another group from another state, they kind of hang around with each other. So it was like a New York area. We had a North Carolina area. Um, I think there's like a Detroit area and you kind of just did your own thing. And then for the big events, um, there weren't many. We'd hang out and introduce ourselves, but really it was a private vacation <laughs> amongst family members at the same spot. Um, so it was it was cool. It was cool to get out. That feels worse than a high school reunion. At least high school reunions, you remember the people. Family reunions, uh, you just that's not I don't true. even know who that is. There's been plenty of times where you'll mention somebody to me and I have to think, was that person real? Like, I, did I have a real interaction? Like, I only remember <laughs> the memories that you told me about them. There's a kid we went to school with. Um, damn. Uh, he was friends <laughs> with, um, I can't say the name, but he was friends with Jay, Tall Jay, um, Basketball Jay, who shot the three-pointer. And he was best friends with this kid. And you mentioned him years later. And I was trying to recall who he was or what his voice sounded like or what he was about. <laughs> and it was, a, it was I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. And I was in school with that kid for four years. Um, so yeah, memories yeah. fade. Sure you, and, uh, you sure you remember me? You sure you remember me? <laughs> You're about the only one I do remember, pretty much. Um, but yeah, the family reunion, it's cool to see family, um, but it's so short. It was only two or three days. Um, we did some stuff at the hotel. We went to a park and had a cookout. And by the next day, people were already leaving to get early flights to go back to wherever they're from. So um, it's cool to connect. And I have no, no interest in going to a family reunion. No nah, interest. you're probably curious a little bit. It's interesting to see like, oh, that lady looks like my grandmother and that lady looks like my grandmother. And all these people look the same and they're not necessarily direct relatives, but you see the similarities visually. And then you see like the grandkids yeah. and that's cool to see the evolution, I guess. But um, I guess I, I maybe I'll out. Be. You should try it. You should try it. Well, my family's so fucked up. So I mean, on my dad's side, they did one a few years ago. I didn't mm-hmm. like maybe like ten years ago now. Damn. Um, and I got like the book. Somebody did like all the family research. I got that. Um, mm-hmm. but it's like, yeah, I don't like I on my dad's side. Like I know like three people. So it's like, I don't, I would I would actually feel like an outsider. I would feel like an outsider. Like my dad. I don't know. It's like it's just. He moved to New York when he was 16. A lot of them still in the South. Like my mm. grand aunt, she's like the matriarch of the side of the family now. Um, and I know her. But yeah, I would be like, they would be introducing me to everybody. You know, it would feel bad foreign. I'm curious about my mom's side of family. Like they were the immigrant side. Like when I went to Costa Rica a minute ago, you know, I was in like the town my grandfather was born in, lived in, my grandmother too her town and I kept looking at people like yo they look like my family they look like my family you know it's just like you're trying to like connect as much as you can but I don't know everyone feels like a stranger so I got a funny story um <laughs> talking about connecting with people and trying to connect with family um one time I was younger and it was me and my sister my mom we were in a mall and my <laughs> my mother stops and she she was a teacher so she knows a lot of older women who taught before her and kind of showed her the ropes. And I see her walk up to this lady and they start talking, having a little pleasantry, me and my sister playing around um, a couple of feet away. And then they talk and the lady waves and she's like, hey, how you doing? And then she walks away. And I think anything of it, I was like, oh, it was probably like an old classmate or whatever teacher. And I'm like, oh, who was that? And she's like, oh, that's your your grandmother. (laughs) That's your dad's mom. And this is in Brooklyn. This lady lived... (laughs) In Brooklyn, and um, I saw her, I can count the number of times on on four fingers that I saw this lady, and um, it's weird, but I don't feel an urge to connect. Uh, not in like a sad way, but it's just like uh, if we didn't do it now, we'd only be doing it to force something that wasn't really organic anyway. So I feel what yeah. you're feeling about going to a family reunion, and just just because we're related doesn't mean we're gonna. You know, just bond and knock out, knock it out the ballpark, and be yeah. friends. I mean, that's my that's my whole dad's side of the family. Like all my half siblings, like the one I connected through yeah, ancestry.com. Yeah, yeah. It's just like cool. Any updates? You're alive. I'm alive. Any updates? Nice. No, I, I let that subscription lapse. I'm good. Oh, son of a bitch! And it was funny because at this uh, reunion, um, everybody on average is forty. I'd say fifty and up. The people who are running mm-hmm. it. 
and they're sitting in there discussing um, and stressing the fact that we need to maintain it. (laughs) And they're like, who's going to do it? And somebody's like, oh, um, Jay, Jay can do it. First of all, I just met you like yesterday. (laughs) Are you trying to like throw my hat in the ring to organize a cruise, a family reunion cruise in three years? I'm like, fuck out of here. You just, you you just did a cruise. I did. I did. I know. You know, like once every 20, 20 years. That's... Yeah, you go to you go to Doctor Roberto, get that Mexican Viagra again. <laughs> Shh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have no interest. Yo, here was my question: How did you learn about? Uh, I guess who had the talk with you? Like, what? How did you learn about like the birds, the bees, whatever euphemism they used? How did you? <laughs> Why am I? How is that so? brought up? Um, so still learning. I don't know I, shit now. Uh, my dad basically hit me up and he didn't go through the specifics. Um, he just handed me this little vial and what? there was some Chinese writing on it. And he was like, Oh, if you want to, um, you know, go a long time, use this. And he handed me this how bottle. Long, how old were you? Excellent question. Guess how old that was. Guess Eight. how old? No. Eight. Keep going. 14? I'll give you more guesses. Huh? 14? No. All right. Uh, 10? No. Fuck it. That's three guesses. Whatever. 17. I was 17 fucking years old. <laughs> and I'm sitting in the car in front of my house. And my dad, the whole talk was him handing me this little bottle like, oh, um, use that if you want to last longer. Some some mentholated uh, desensitizing gel. I just want to be like, dude, I've been, I've been deep in the game for a minute. You're a little bit late. Um, but that was the only talk I had. Anything else I figured out was from me and my friends talking and common sense. And that's about it. Your mom um, never your mom never said anything? My mom never mentioned it at all. Yeah, my mom never mentioned it at all. We never had a conversation about that. Um she might have made a joke like, oh, don't bring home uh <laughs> one kid later. I I think she knows. But um yeah, we never had that conversation. They were always like a joke, uh, you know, don't bring home, don't get a girl pregnant, ha, ha, ha. But there was never a serious conversation about it. What about you? My mom is pretty blunt. So, mm-hmm. and like, for better or for worse, my mom was always like, I'm not going to treat you like a kid because the world's not going to treat you like a kid. Like, mm-hmm. you're going to learn about the world. So she would just say shit. And I mean, she's the only person that could like make me blush, which is like physically impossible. But <laughs> I remember I must have been like maybe eight, nine, ten, and she brought these two books home. One was called Death is Natural. And mm-hmm. it was like this whole thing about like how things die and like nature and all this stuff. And I was like, okay. Then there's this other book called uh it was like this picture book. It was like animated pictures and it was like what's happening to my body or something like that. Mm. And she and like they were actually like interesting books, and I was like, oh okay. Um, and she would talk about shit, and she would just be like, blah 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 blah, and I'd just be like, ah, I don't hear this, I don't hear this. Um, but in retrospect, I was like, all right, she kind of didn't hold no punches. My pops, on the other hand, <laughs> the man of eight children, <laughs> <laughs> did not say shit. You know what? I think my dad tried to have the talk with me. When remember Ow. that movie? That remember the movie, The Inkwell? I do. Uh, I remember him, him taking me to go see the inkwell. Yeah, and then us walking out, <laughs> walking like, out in the middle of the movie. No, at the end of the movie. Oh, okay, okay. And I, I think I don't think he even. It would have been like the moment, be like, okay, well, I made you see this movie. To think, like, no, nah, I think it was just like, you're gonna watch this movie about this kid losing his virginity in Cape Cod to an older woman, yeah. or Martha's Vineyard to an older woman. I'm just like, all right, give me. I'll take Angela Bassett or whoever it was. Uh, but this was in there. Dwayne, Dwayne, what's that guy's name? Anyway, keep going. Sorry. Yeah. So I, I don't think my dad has still ever really had the conversation with me versus like my mom. She she would also make those types of jokes about some shit. She's like, as long as as long as I pay the bills in this house, you're not bringing anybody over here or something like that. Yep. So I very quickly started paying the cell phone bill in the house. Say <laughs> <laughs> so I don't contribute. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, my mom was just real. Um, I think my mom thought more. Actually, I don't know that my mom thought anything was going down because I never talked to my mom. I still don't talk to my mom about my love life. But um, mm. I joked that my mom might have thought I was gay because I just never talked about anything. Mm. She would love me either way, but 
Um, but she always knew when I had a crush on a girl because I would just bring her up a few times more. Too many? Mm. A few times too many? Uh, yeah, that was my tell. But, Nobody. Um, so did you ever bring a girl over to the house? Once, but let's, let's I mean, not that. that. Nah, I don't <laughs> do that. So that's the thing, right? It was it was high school. I told you, like on my block, like I was like, I don't know, I was the good one. So everybody kind of like looked out for me, but also it was all up in my shit. Mm. And it was one of those days in high school where like, I don't know, we had off in the middle of the week, but it's not a normal holiday. So my mom's was working and there was this young woman, actually, I want to say her name because her name is very unique, but her name is very unique. So I can't say her name. Her name? Um, n- no, it wasn't actually. Okay. Um, <laughs> I thought you were dropping hints. Nah. Um, her name sounds like a place, a place mm. that you know. Dolores. A borough that's, a borough oh. that's very thorough. <laughs> Okay. Um, okay. But, uh, and she like lived in the, she lived in like Ridgewood, which is right next to Bushwick. And mm-hmm. I know we were like flirting back and forth. This might have been the days where I saw the pager. Oh, Lord. pager. Damn, you date yourself, I know. You know. We ain't young men no more. Um, but she said, it's like, yeah, she's going to come through for a little bit. And I was like, oh, cool. Um, and, you know, this was before anything was really popping off. This was like just, Kids being kids. Mm. And, uh, but the whole time, so I met her at the train station and walking back, and the whole time, I'm just like, God damn it, the drug dealer's gonna see me bringing something back to someone back to my house. Like the old lady down the block might see somebody. <laughs> like, <laughs> and like, everyone knew I was a good kid. And they're just like, yo, what, what's Brad doing? <laughs> like, I was just like, these motherfuckers are gonna snitch on me. <laughs> like, it'd be fucked up. And the drug dealer's is like, yo, 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 <laughs> your son <laughs> brought somebody home. <laughs> Uh, as far as I know, nothing, nothing, uh, no, nothing was ever, was ever found out. So mm. 20, 20 years later, I can now say that story out loud. <laughs> I, um, I brought one girl over when I was probably in high school and I made the mistake. And I guess if any young people are, are listening, um, I hope they, I hope they are not. <laughs> nah, this is a valuable lesson. Um, so I'm setting up like little, you know, snacks because I think we were watching a movie or some shit. And um, I choose <laughs> what? Oh, it's just like how how whack we are when we're young. It's like, yo, nah, come over. I gotta have the popcorn. That's hospitality. So the <laughs> popcorn no was a good choice. But well, we gotta get out over. of here, and I and I gotta breeze the house. No, no, no. So it wasn't like a a guaranteed thing. It was just like, oh, come through. It was Netflix and show before Netflix and show. And um, I made the mistake of choosing corn chips as the uh, the food. Now, I don't know if you know this, but if you're just eating corn chips, that shit will make your breath hot. And <laughs> she was grubbing on these corn chips, man. And we're sitting there and we're talking. And and I guess her mouth was closed watching the movie. We're not really talking. You're watching the movie. And it just uh, it just formulated in her mouth. So we went to start making out. And I was like, God damn, your breath is hot, yo. And I couldn't... Um, I couldn't interrupt it because, you know, this is young Jay. You know, this is all new. I'm not trying to interrupt the show. But, um, man, I was out of that moment. And then I think what happened was uh, my grandmother, who lived upstairs on, like, the third floor of the place at the time, she came down, she has to get something out of the kitchen and kind of fucked up the flow. But, um, yeah, I think there might have been, like, an option for orange juice. <laughs> like, the worst <laughs> thing she could have. The worst things you could have in your mouth before you decide to hook up with somebody, but um, lesson learned. Uh, so, what's going on the playlist this week is uh, MF Doom or Mad Lib, Mad Villain rather, Operation Lifesaver. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As I tell you, it was the time I made out in high school with a young lady who smoked, and I was just like, "Oh, this is not. This is not. Never again." <laughs> I don't think I've ever dated. I don't think I've ever. Oh, that's not true. Okay, I'll take that back. No, I haven't. I haven't. My um grandmother and my aunt used to smoke. And that first um light of a cigarette, to me, that smell smells good. But anything past that, the actual smell of cigarette smoke and tobacco is disgusting to me. And it just latches onto your clothes. It just sticks to everything. And I don't know. Yeah. I always expect the life expectancy for anybody smoking to be young. So I don't... It's like a turnoff. You know, when you look for... um. They say scars. I think you sent me that article today. Scars are attractive to people because it shows you had some sort of tribulation that you persevered and survived through. 
and mm-hmm. correlated that with like sexual appeal. Um, for me, mm-hmm. cigarette shows me that even if you are in the prime of your life, you probably have some years shipped <laughs> up on the back end because you're doing this dumb shit. So that's why you you get the old rich ladies that smoke, mm. and you get ran into that well. That's true. Mm. Mm. Scheming. So if I were a rich guy. I don't think I would seek out the younger woman. I would seek out probably a woman a little bit older than me, maybe like five years. So she doesn't get too comfortable thinking I'm going to die before her and leave her all the money. Like she might pass before I do. And you just miss out on everything. So uh, <laughs> that's my uh, If they're good, if they're really rich and really smart, none of this is going to you. They have it all <laughs> written <laughs> with the lawyers. That's all true. See, what they're going to do is get a rent control department, though, and build a connection so then you can't get kicked out. See? Very true. That's how you Fuck scheme. New York. Oh, That's how it. you scheme on them. <laughs> yeah, I... <laughs> that You know that's my biggest fear in life, being the old dude in a club, going mm. after the youngins. I remember that. I remember that in college. You'd see these old dudes. Um, this is Boston. So it'd be like all these, you know, white kids and then like old dude, 30 something, 40 something years old with dreads, just like standing in the corner. He's not dancing, but he's like tugging on every girl that walks past. And you look at that dude and you're like, I'm mm-hmm. never going to be that dude. I'm never going to be him. And um, you might end up yeah. being him. Yeah. You get you get full. You could hold, hold the biggest intervention if I ever turn into that dude, please. Nah, I don't think you, you don't hit up clubs yeah. like that, do you? No. When's the last time you've been to a club? Club club, uh, yeah, yeah. or like bar playing music. Um, no know, club like club. Vegas club. years ago. Mm, okay, probably like Vegas years ago. Like we didn't like when we were in Vegas last year. We didn't go to a club. Like, yeah, we did not. We did not. But uh, I went to this uh, block party. It's San Francisco, and it's the summer, so it's like right before Burning Man and shit. So I was joking with, with my friend. I was like, "This is like people trying on their Burning Man outfits, make sure the shit still fit." And I realized whenever I go to these like music festivals or anything with these like DJs and shit, I really am there for the music. Like I don't do the drugs. I'm not. I'm always like adjacent to everything. I'm like Burning Man adjacent. I got tons of friends that go to Burning Man. I'm like, yeah, it's not really me right now. Mm-hmm. Like people into like dance music, hip hop and shit, and like yeah, they like club kids. They like you know. I'm not ro- I'm not rolling on 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 the on the substances, and it's not like I'm trying to be a narc. Like you do your thing, you do you. Mm-hmm. But I'm always like, I, I really enjoy this for what it is. Would I enjoy it more <laughs> if I was on what you're on right now? It's like gotta, I, I don't gotta, think so. But, try it out and see. Try it once. I don't know, B. Stretch it out. Yeah, Average one like, per per every <laughs> every couple of decades. One session. What was that movie, Little Miss Sunshine, where the old man was like doing heroin? And he's like, this is his grandson. He's like, you're crazy to do this at your age. You'd be crazy not to do it at my age. And I was like, <laughs> true. That is true. True. Yeah, let that be your reward for making it through a good life. Mm. Just <laughs> get, you know, it's like when you go up the roller coaster, enjoy the ride down and <laughs> make that shit fast. <laughs> so you got to, what is the apex of your life? And then just enjoy that shit on the way down. Mm. But you got to get past it to figure out where it was, right? So you got to... I don't know. Do you? Do you? Yeah. How do you know until it's passed and you look back know. and like, oh shit, that was that was it. So, so that's my problem is on my pop side, his family lives long, B. Like what's long? Like, like my, my grandmother, his mother, is. <laughs> she died in her 90s. My granddaughter oh, she just turned 90, 91. My pops is up there. I'm just like, damn, I don't... Well, I don't want that for much those, for those. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. V. Ain't I'm that much like, stuff in the world? I feel like, <laughs> like you, you can cover the bakers. It's, uh, I'd say like 50, 60. Not that I sure. want that to end that, that soon, but um, I mean, at you 90, got, you, what are you doing? You got little Jay. You, I mean, he, oh, he yeah, give, yeah, yeah. You know. <laughs> Thanks for reminding me. <laughs> you know, yeah, sometimes, interesting. sometimes um, I look at my dog and I'm like, how much time we got left? Like 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucked up. He can hear you right now. Yeah, you're dick. <laughs> um, I met a lady who was 100 years old, and I would have never thought. I would have thought she was in her 70s. She looked good for her age. I'll give her yeah. that. And she said the key is to stay young. She was like, don't hang around your old friends because their oldness will just rub off on you. So all of her mm-hmm. friends are like 20 years younger. She said, stay on top of technology so she knows how to do uh, WhatsApp and text and all that shit. 
and I'm going to follow that. Um, yeah. So, yeah, it's good advice. I feel no like when chips, I'm no orange juice and uh, young friends, I think like when I'm that age, that's probably when I'm going to go to Burning Man. That's probably when I'm going to go to like the like all day day raves and shit. You know what I mean? Like that's just like wild out. And... That's when you need to that, be. That's like... actually somebody said that they're like, you could be the old dude at the club when you're just like going to dance and have fun. I was like, yeah. uh, I guess in my head, I don't associate clubs with <laughs> dancing, having fun. <laughs> I associate them with something else. So I won't be that dude in the club. But I'll be the old dude just like wilding out. Mm. Yeah. By the way, are you, I know you're very excited about Little Brothers. Uh, I'm absolutely excited. Drop. I've already listened to it three times. Um, so yeah, I'm excited. Hell yeah. First of all, I didn't know it was coming out. I heard them talking about doing Me neither. Stuff. I heard Ninth Wonder saying he hadn't been asked to be a part of it. And then all of a sudden, shout out the other B. He um, let us know that it was coming out at midnight, what, two days ago, right? And it was, it was tight. Um, it's good to hear Big Pooh. He stepped it up. He's been rapping um, and doing his own solo albums for a while after Little Brother kind of disbanded. Um, but to hear them two together and playing off each other uh, was good. A lot of good uh, punchlines. The skits were funny. Um, I liked it. And I was happy to see that online, a lot of people, or more people than I thought, would be excited about that album we're excited so it's good to see they still have a fan base and i think they're going to be touring um so we should definitely go to that if they get to new york um because i'm sure other b would want to go to yeah i'm down yeah i uh need an excuse to get back out east yeah man shout out to yeah that's it, that's why it's so it's such a gift when people still make music because you cannot really make a living on it anymore yeah. Good music. But yeah, I mean, they talked about they're dropping an album on Spotify. They're barely going to like get money for that. So yeah, definitely. If any of the listeners out there, if they're artists you really enjoy, just buy a ticket if they come through. Even if you don't go to the show, mm. just buy the ticket, man. That's how they make the money. That's a good policy. Um, Big Pooh was talking about that on the album, how he was driving an Uber at one point, hoping that people wouldn't recognize him. And then when he didn't get recognized, he felt kind of bad. Like, damn, <laughs> you even know who I am. So he's like, put, he's like, put on his own album. Like, don't this voice sound amazingly familiar? That would have been crazy if uh, I was in North Carolina at some point and Big Pooh was driving a car and I had no idea. That'd be fucked up. I'm always said though, if I bought it. Huh? What'd you say? I, I'm trying to think. When I've been to North Carolina, if I have, if he has been my Uber driver. You might have. Shit in New York. Um, you might see a couple. Not even know it. Yeah. But you were saying you just, uh, you give him money if you saw him on the street? Yeah, I've said that for years um, because around the time their music was really taking off was like around Napster time and music was just everywhere and it was free and it was accessible. So I bought um, a few of their albums, but there were a lot of like singles and stuff that I downloaded and always felt bad because I legitimately, truly love their music. <laughs> so I felt guilty like listening to it and not paying for it. So I always said that if I ever bump into them, I'd give them money in a not disrespectful way, but I'd be like, look, I, I got to give you something because he's giving me a lot to listen you to. Just buy the ticket. Even if they're going on tour and you cannot make the show, buy the ticket. Yeah. That's a good policy. I like that. Yeah. It's like I buy I'll buy tickets to show like months in advance and then like be like, oh, I'll buy two tickets. I'll find someone to go with me. And then mm. sometimes I don't. And sometimes I'll go by myself. And <laughs> <laughs> Damn, you should put some uh some of that uh sad what is that? Sad, sad dramatic piano. At the end of the uh oh shit. <laughs> dramatic piano. I'll say it again. <laughs> so sometimes I buy two concert tickets months in advance thinking I'll find someone to go with me and then I don't <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyway sometimes I'll go by myself which I'm okay with because I'm a strong I'm a strong man I don't need no I don't need nobody um, and sometimes I won't but I'll be like yo mm. I'll, I don't even go through the bullshit like trying to sell the tickets sometimes I'm like you know what like I'm paying for the art you know I'm good. You should, um, yeah, it's nice of you. That's nice to do. I go to the movies by myself, though. What's wrong with that? I never got why that was a bad thing. You go into the movies by would yourself. You, you're in the dark. You eat in public by yourself? You. Would you eat in public by yourself? We mean I eat in public. Like, 
Go to a restaurant. You At a well. restaurant? Yeah. I'm hungry. Yeah. What, what the fuck? Why not? Some I've done people, that before. Some people won't do it. I don't get that. If you're eating, like, you can just be eating. Why do you have to sit next to somebody to eat? Y'all are eating. You're not talking. <laughs> would you go to Would you go to a bar by yourself? Just have a drink by yourself? Um, no, no. And when I see people do that, I think they're weirdos. I think when people <laughs> sit at a bar and they take out a book, I'm like, what the fuck are you doing, man? Like, it's mad people out here drunk having fun, and you pull out this thick ass book and sit at the counter and start reading. That's so that's weird to me. They say like people go to bars mostly for the community, even if they're by themselves. Mm-hmm. It's not always because they're alcoholics. They just want to be that around other sense. people. Makes sense. Because it's still not socially acceptable to read that book at the library with a nice glass of wine. <laughs> Narcs. <laughs> <laughs> what are we listening to this week, my friend? Um, We got to throw in whatever Jay-Z line you quoted. Which except quote except Jay's not on Spotify, little hater. Oh, yeah. Nobody sure. wants to be on title, Jay. Which you sold to Sprint anyway, so whatever. I want to throw some Beanie Siegel on there. We were talking about Beanie yeah, Siegel yeah. at one point. Yeah, shout so out I to, put that on there. Uh, guess who's back? We were talking about that. Yes, that's what we're putting on. And Operation Lifesaver. Operation uh, Lifesaver. Some, uh, some of the best of Little Brother. Something from the new yeah, album. Something something for the from the old albums. Yeah, first um, and last. We'll do that. I'm trying to think what... Trying to think what concerts I bought tickets to and had to go to by myself because uh, no one. Oh, Coda the friend. What? Oh, been, oh, uh, yeah, Coda. yeah, yeah, yeah. Coda, shout out to Coda. Yeah. Um, shout yes. out to Coda, man. I've been on. Yes. So I wanted to buy tickets to his show, but it sold out. So good, good. Piano music again. I wanted to buy two tickets to the show with no one to go to. I like the sounds. <laughs> like the sounds. <laughs> Um, Coda, uh, yeah, probably something. I, I think, I think it's, it's like, end, what's a good end of summer vibe? What, what sound is feeling good for the end of summer? Oh, damn. See, I was going to say dear summer too. But I put that on the summer, I put that on, put that on the summer uh, playlist a couple. But how'd you get it? Cause that was, oh, cause it was on Meth Bleak's album. <laughs> exactly. That's why. Best song on the album. No offense. Oh, I have a request because I've noticed that the, uh, with the time difference, the it's starting the sun starting to go down a little bit earlier. Um, I would like to request "Daylight" by Aesop Rock, one, mm. uh, one of my favorite beats ever. The beat is good. Aesop Rock Got is, it. you know, he's Aesop Rock. Oh, shout out! Should we put a Twister song on? Shout out to the deaf, uh, the sign language interpreter. Oh, that was hot at the Twister Damn, concert. That was impressive. <laughs> so, that was so. Impressive. I was talking talking to this woman at work who said she has a friend who. So when you do sign language as a like interpreting as a profession, you can do like performance interpretation. So mm-hmm. her friend does performance interpretation, so she'll do concert mm-hmm. and stuff. But you can also do phone calls. So there's a service where deaf people can call a number, and it'll uh, it'll have someone who speaks sign language connecting with someone on the phone, and then they have like a special like video screen where they'll interpret for the the person so like they can see it and she said her friend uh ended up doing a lot of uh adult calls mm-hmm. yeah so did a lot of signing for uh adult calls which i was like you know what i'm glad i everybody, do that shit everybody, everybody trying to <laughs> everybody trying to get it in a lot of universal uh sex sexual uh gestures but yeah. they're pretty basic i think they apply to everybody um, there's an app where you can get a call from a blind person. Did you tell me about that? Oh, and uh, uh, porn for the blind. Nah, B, it's, it's not always about porn B. Um, this is <laughs> you helping people. So you sign up for this app. Oh yes. And, I uh, did um, talk about they'll this. come and they'll say, Oh, you know, I need like a, a red shirt. Is this red or is this yellow? And then you yeah. tell them and then you hang up. I thought that was cool. But yes, um, I actually, my sister signed up for it. Yeah, nobody called I her. actually... Yeah, I signed up for it too, and no one called me. And I was like, I, f- I feel the same way about the uh, uh, bone marrow registry. I'm like, yo, come on, that music cue. You missed. It. I feel I feel the same way about the bone marrow registry. <laughs> <laughs> but what I was talking about, because I'm not uh, a degenerate, it actually is this funny website, and it's called mm. uh, Porn for the Blind, and it's people describing it w- in words 
uh, pornographic clips, and it's actually very funny. Because can we put that on the podcast? No, we cannot for multiple reasons, okay. mostly copyright. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I encourage you when you need a good laugh, because there's people trying their best to describe what they see on screen and realizing sometimes you just don't have the words. Sometimes you just don't have the words. Got it. Yeah. Got it. That's interesting. Send me that link. Yeah. So what have we learned this week? Uh, <laughs> we learned that real estate in New York is uh, it's not how you make your money. Shitty. Um, we also learned that you can be a businessman, just just be a businessman and just do that and do it well. And you'll still get props. We learned that. Don't sell uh, your, your brand. That's true. Don't don't sell your brand. We also learned that uh, if you're really trying to get it in, do not offer your guest corn chips and oranges. Yeah, that was dumb. I should have known. <laughs> um, that was dumb. I, I caught block myself yeah. that day. Yeah, you know, we were we were all young. We also learned that your father gave you the talk a little too late, and your mother still doesn't know that you know what you're doing. <laughs> that is true. Yeah, uh, little Jay is a miracle from above. <laughs> we learned that B lives a sad life sometimes, but everybody does. And um, there's nothing wrong with eating by yourself uh, at all. You're not talking, you're eating. So and nothing yeah. wrong with going to a concert by yourself. And especially if you want to support the artist, buy the ticket. And just support them that way, even if yeah. you can't go. And always buy two tickets because life's going to turn around for you, young man. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, uh, yeah, we'll do this again. All right, one.